The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. The National Ploughing Championships begin in Rathaniska in County Leash today. Tens of thousands are expected on the very first day, and our reporter Josh Crosby is there. Josh, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Are the crowds arriving? Well, gates opened here just over an hour ago, and I can already tell you it's going to be a wet, wet ploughing this year. I'm sitting in the back of a golf buggy right now for some shelter. I was here last year, and it's the type of event where you clock up a lot of steps walking around. And last year we were sweating with the heat on the first day, but unfortunately, people here will be wet with rain instead this year. As I look down now from the centre of the trade arena, it's a sea of overalls, ponchos, umbrellas. I even saw one dedicated woman making her way up through the crowds with a walking frame. Now, now I was here yesterday and I noticed they have put down a lot more bark and mulch and the the patches were badly affected by mud. But I suppose, Pat, those coming here are well used to braving the elements. Rain, hail or shine, all roads lead to Rathaneska this week. All around this area, actually, is under huge demand at this time of year as Electric Picnic was only a few fields over as the, as the crow flies. Uh, tens of thousands will be here today. Last year, 277,000 visitors came onto the fields to enjoy Europe's largest outdoor event. Now, now last year, we did have the, the World Ploughing Championships taking place and it was the sun was shining. But just to get a feel for, for what people can expect, I met with Noel Dunn, who's the site coordinator at the ploughing. And Noel says there's something for everyone. Well, we're all set to go here today. We're quite happy. Traffic is starting to move in. Car parks are starting to fill up. And there's a great bounce and, 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 and should I say, looking for and vibrance here for people coming through the gates this morning. And as we look around now, what can people expect? So you have everything from your vintage 135s all the way right up. I was sure looking, I can give you a vintage tractor here. You know what I mean? It was 1914s, 1913s, up in the 60s. I can bring you up along here and get you a bargain basement Chinese tractor for 20,000. And I can put you in a brand new Valtra S9 for 189,000 plus the VAT if you want that. But you're listening, if you're hungry, you can go up to the brown bag competition. You can eat in Aldi. You can do what you want. But coming back to machinery, this basically, right, there's mowers, balers, tethers, rakes. There's everything here for every size of farmer, contractor, and every night. Actually, this is like Christmas morning to most of them. And we're hearing nothing but cost of living this, cost of living that. You mentioned the tractor there, up near 200 grand. Are there farmers coming with those kind of pockets? Oh, absolutely. Well, you see, there's the farmers and contractors out there. Listen, the last couple of years have been quite good in farming, like, and we're now heading to a situation where, you know, we had a, should I say, a very weak harvest in respect of the weather played an awful lot and prices and stuff like that. The dairy price is going back and beef price is holding. But at the end of the day, there's a great old saying amongst farmers down here. There's money in muck, and in fairness, we have a bit of it here today. But the one thing about this three things said about Irish farmers they'll spend money in good times they'll spend in bad times but in certainties around they won't spend but then again they're total optimists you will do it all the time anyway what's different from last year now apart from the rain last year was glorious sunshine well it, most people coming to the, the ploughing match last year they were turning around where they're going to come in a pair of shorts and a pair of flip flops you know what I mean vis-a-vis this time this year you wouldn't know what you want to dress up in but look at this drying up and stuff like that it's a change of face of agriculture as well and sure if you're doing nothing or even half thinking of doing anything you should drop on down to the ploughing match and this isn't your first year though you're doing this a while how would you describe the ploughing in a few words it is the electric picnic for farmers <laughs> the electric picnic for farmers uh, site coordinator at the national ploughing championships Noel Dunn so Josh everything from expensive or cheap machinery to brown bread competitions so what else caught your eye 
Well, Pat, there's literally so much going on, and it's difficult to kind of whittle it down to a few certain highlights. There are over 100 acres of exhibitions here at the 92nd Clowning Championships. And look, we know it's an agricultural show with an emphasis on obviously farming, plowing, machinery, but there's plenty of in between. You have fashion shows, the Enterprise Ireland Innovation Arena, there's music, amusements, of course, the the, the political elite come out. But Pat, something that I, I might even give a go myself, there's a world record attempt taking place here at this year's ploughing, and that is welly throwing. They want to beat the current record of 792 people throwing wellies. So that should be a bit of fun. And look, there'll be no shortage of wellies around here today. I suppose something that the ploughing does offer, Pat, is that it can introduce people to farming. There's going to be hundreds of teenagers up here on school tours. Many of them may not have any agricultural background. I met one young woman who we'll hear from now shortly who experienced exactly this when she and her classmates entered a school competition. First, though, in this clip is William Delaney, who's the school's competition coordinator with the Certified Irish Angus Producers Group. William says it's a great way for farmer practices to be passed on. We run a schools competition for transition year students. Last year we would have had about 170 TYs enter the competition. We select five overall finalists. Those five come to the plough and each of them have a topic that they'll be covering. So like on our stand here, like we have a few different topics. So mental health for farmers, uh, health and safety, animal nutrition. And they'll be getting five Angus calves each. And they rear them for the next 12 months. We keep an eye on them on the project that they do over that time. We bring them to the factory, we get to meet industry experts. All the groups get to slaughter their calves and get the money from that. And then the overall winner gets €2,000 as well. So, so they're, they're, uh, they're all going back to school at the end of the week going back with in, a calf in tow? Yeah, they're all going back into 50. They'd all be 50 years now, so they'll have five calves uh, in the back of the car. They might make it into school. A few of them have brought calves onto the front lawn of the school and none of them have escaped, luckily. Here today as well, just uh, ironically, or luckily enough, we have one of our previous finalists. Hi, um, I'm Leah Buckley. So I entered the competition back in 2019. We were the overall winners in 2021. It was me and four other girls. We were all from non-farming backgrounds, from an all-girls school, so we didn't have a clue about farming. And then when we got ourselves into it, we were like, what in the name of God? But... We learned so much from all the experience. We learned how to raise the calves until slaughter. And then we went off to Dublin and we saw how the process of calves to meat works. So it was like really interesting so, for us. Girls. So five girls from Cork, yeah. no background in farming. No. And here you are now at the plowing with your willies on at the Angus stand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> but you, you've soaked it up ever since. Oh yeah, I love it. Like a bit of dirt doesn't scare me, so it's grand. Yeah. And, and what did you do with the calf when you arrived back to Cork City? We had to team up with another farmer and he actually took our calves. And then we just went weekly visits up to the farm and like just checked up and weighing them and everything so we kind of were hands-on but it was interesting because it was a whole new learning curve for us. And that's Leah Buckley and uh, William Delaney at the Irish Angus Producers Stand. So there's something for all ages, Josh. There is, Pat, all ages. There's even a, a TikTok stand where content creators who are popular in the world of farming are doing meet and greets they're showing people how to become a TikToker. Not something one would have imagined would be a ploughing championship go-to, but there you go. Social media has entered all areas of life. But, but the next woman we'll hear from now, she's aiming to reach younger children again. Uh, Alma Jordan founded Agri Kids. It's a farm safety educational programme. She set up the social enterprise in 2015 and 
She travels around to schools and workshops to, to educate the, the farmers of tomorrow, basically. Uh, Alma says she carried out 900 workshops, reaching 75,000 children. For a lot of people, they realised how sobering it is when a five, six, seven, eight-year-old tell you, you know, about the dangers of agitating slurry, about the dangers of livestock. It's really about making this normal. Year in, year out, silage season, we do hear, unfortunately, that there are tragic accidents. Like, what's the answer? Like, is it stricter regulations? Is it creating more awareness, education? For me, it's about getting absolutely everybody involved in this topic of conversation. We need the rules to be enforced. We need, for example, with regards to even tractor driving, we all know children as young as 11, 12, 13 are actively involved with using farm machinery. We need to stop this immediately and we need to get to a place that when they do reach the age of 16 that there is competency testing put into place. Some sort of a a safe pass system or something you'd like to see down the road? Something like that would be great. The issue unfortunately is that when it comes to to a farm it's one person. So to put that rule and and regulation similar to what's going on in the construction sector for me isn't realistic. How vital is the likes of the ploughing championships when it comes to creating awareness? This is like my Christmas. If I'm not at the ploughing championship I don't know where I'm supposed to be. This is the best place for me to meet and engage with so many farm families. And that's Alma Jordan from the Agri-Kids educational programme, the wind playing havoc with the microphone there, Josh. Anyway, um, given the weather, dress appropriately and uh, expect a lot of mud. Expect a lot of mud, Pat. I'm looking over here now as kids are going through, bouncing through without a care in the world, through the big puddles of mud. But Metairn is forecasting more heavy showers tonight, but easing as the days go by. When I was here yesterday, there was um, one of those blimps high up in the sky. But when I arrived this morning, there was no sight of any NPA blimp due to the weather. I came here with boots on, but I think wellies would have been a better shout. Uh, Now, another change for people to keep in mind that has actually quite caused quite a stir this year is that ticket sales are predominantly online this year. This sparked some debate, some TDs and councillors saying it was a push to a more cashless society, but the organisers say it's purely down to health and safety. When you have such numbers arriving to one location, having people going and stopping at the gates to pay in cash is not ideal. Now, the website does state that tickets will be sold at the gate if the event is not sold out, and the gate price to keep in mind is €5 Euro more than the online price. So look, things are, they are things to keep in mind. And as we'll hear from site manager Tom Kelly explain now, he's going to say stick to the designated traffic signs. I started off by asking Tom, what is it like trying to set up this level of infrastructure when preparing for such wet conditions? Well, I suppose we have the benefit of the last day last year was quite wet. So we found out a lot about our car parks, if you know what I mean. So we've put in a lot more trackway. Uh, we're in a better position now to handle some of the problems we had last year. So we're confident now it'll stay running fine as it is. And there's maybe an extra ratchet strap over something tying it down good and hard. Ah, yeah, yeah, a bit breezy today, but things are moving well so far. We're happy enough. Lots of new stands, lots of them have new equipment to display. Going around looking at stuff myself and saying, geez, I never knew such a thing. Like we have a, a, a robot weeder up here on display and, you know, there's lots of interesting stuff to see. Fellas might think they're going to be out of a job soon when they see the, the robot. Yeah, yeah, we'll be putting the robot inside the gate and sitting in the armchair operating from there you know what advice do you have for people who are coming along now this morning all I can say is folks please stay going as you are keep uh, following the guard instructions we've picked the best routes there are no shortcuts if you try and take a shortcut you're probably only going to congest things worse just please follow instructions and dress for the elements maybe bring the pair of wellies I was just saying to somebody there don't bring the white runners or the stiller houses lads bring the wellies and everything will be fine 
All right, that's the site manager of the National Ploughing Championships, Tom Kelly, ending that report from our reporter, Josh Crosby. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.